I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. So do we want to get serious today or we just want to mess around? It's Friday, you know. Uh, let's just mess around. Okay. <laughs> I'm good with it. Okay, we'll Nancy. just look busy if the boss. Okay, fine. Nancy Mace, let's mess around then. Oh babe. my God! All right, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, let's save that one for a little okay. bit later. Okay. Yeah. Can I tell you first of all, good morning. You're looking good in that knit cap and 110 degrees. I get the same line from my wife. I dress for my house. I know you told me that. You I dress me. for my house is like a meat locker, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I got to tell you something. I brought up this morning, and if I, I want to hear you riff on it, too. sure. It's it's got me, because you and I have discussed this. It's this stolen truck thing, South Park Mall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you my take on this. Because we, um, first of all, it's gone international. It's all over. Daily Mail's carrying yeah. it. It's yeah. on CBS. They're all carrying it. And there's Bill all over the worldwide news, man, uh, yeah. describing what happened. Let me just describe what happened for everybody real quick. I know you know it, but let me tell everybody what happened. And so you got this truck that was stolen here in San Antonio, and the owner of the truck tracks it down to South Park Mall. <laughs> Right. And he's got a woman with him. Now, in the truck is the alleged thief and another woman. Right. The owner of the truck says, get out of my truck and sit here on the ground while we we call the cops. They called the cops. Now, he hadn't drawn yet at that point. No, right? no. Okay. Well, I, I, he might have drawn, but, right. I, yeah, but I, he hadn't shot anybody. Right. He's just standing there with them sitting on the ground saying, I'm, you know, we're calling the cops. And they're waiting for the cops, and the guy who allegedly stole it. Right pulls a gun out of his waistband, and shoots the owner of the truck. The owner of the truck returns fire and kills the alleged thief. Uh. And the woman he was with gets shot, too. Right. Now, she's alive. Uh, so the owner of the truck is alive in the hospital. The woman that was with the alleged thief is alive and in the hospital. The alleged thief's dead. Right. Laying on the floor at uh, <coughs> South Park Mall. Um, I listened to some Democrat media overnight, oh, and no. the Democrats are like, we got to charge this guy for murder. You got to get this. Yeah, right, right, right. And here's what you and I have talked about many, many times. I've said it. I know you've said it because I listen to your show. People are fed up with crime, baby. They're yeah. done. And yeah. this whole soft on crime bull crap that we're living with right now, we don't roll that way in Texas. And, 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 and when you call with a stolen vehicle report, the cops don't have the resources to go looking for your vehicle. No, especially yeah. with that. They, they tend just to just go, you'll never, just never see your it's car gone. again, man. It's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. Call the insurance oh, company. Yeah. It's gone. It's going to go to the cartels in Mexico. Or it's going to be right. chopped up and sent, you know, whatever. But you're never going to see it again. Well, this guy wanted his truck back. I can't blame, you know, I can't blame him for, for wanting his truck back. And I certainly, and it, the chief wasn't blaming him either for saying, I'm calling the cops. Now, uh, I can't blame him for returning fire because the you have a right shot to. shot at him. Yes, shot My him. God. I shot can't him. believe this is controversial. Right. And so, oh, man, it lit the phones up this morning. Uh, and and people saying it's the, the time has come for us. We've got a DA here in Bear County who's soft on crime. They're all yeah. over the country. Yeah. yeah, we got states across the country and cities across the country going with no cash bail. So if you get arrested, you go right back out. You don't even have to pay cash yeah. to get out. You just you're you're released uh, back out. People have had enough of this, Sean. They got their belly full of it. Yeah, and especially here, man. Uh, my my, when I saw that story. My first because I saw it on a I think a UK story. I was surprised. Like, but this is well, Daily Mail, international. Yeah, Daily Mail. This is international news. And uh, my initial reaction was, well, you know, this is San Antonio. If you steal a truck here, you you might get shot. 
<laughs> you know what you, it is? You stole a man's horse. You stole, you stole a man's horse. Yeah, it's kind of the same ethic. You know, don't lay your hands on my horse. I'll kill you. And this guy shot at him. He shot at him. What, what the hell was he supposed to do? Not shoot back? You know, I mean, you're, you, you stole a truck. Allegedly. Right. But he's sitting in, in the damn thing. Now, it, you could have made, if, if the guy hadn't shot first, you could have made the argument that, well, maybe this guy bought this truck off of Correct. somebody and didn't know it was stolen. Correct. But the guy shot at him. Shot him. He shot, shot him. He is, he's in the hospital. You're not going to shoot back if you're able to? Look, it was a, there was a couple, uh, I forget where now, but it was at a gas station where a couple pulls up, and there's a couple of dudes, they run into a gas to rob it, they tried to rob this couple, and both yes. of them just pulled out their guns. She had a gun in her purse, and they shot him. Yeah, well, here's another one. This week, you got this couple that were out, and they came home, and there was a robber in their house. Right. And both of them were armed, and they, the robber shot at them first, but they shot the robber in their in their own home. Uh, my point is... People are sick and tired. You know, yes, they, they turn on the TV yeah. and they see a Lowe's get ripped off, and the guy who goes out to try to, or the woman actually who goes out and tries to stop the thief, she gets canned and fired from Lowe's. No. People are fed up with it. Well, they are, and and it's you know there there are places that are even worse in San Antonio where this stuff's going on. You know, we've always been kind of edgy, but I one would have to be lying to say that we haven't seen an uptick in violence here. Oh yeah, but think if it's bad here. Uh, in Texas, where we do shoot back, think about how horrible it is in places like New York City and, and Philadelphia and Baltimore, where people aren't armed and they're not able to protect themselves. Well, another prime example is Daniel up in uh, Daniel Perry up in New York, who grabbed the guy by oh, the yeah, neck. Yeah. You know, and the guy ends up dying, and he's charged now, now with manslaughter. You're right. People are done. They're, just, well, they're, they're done, man. They're you know, done messing around. They really are. Uh, what are you going to do when the authorities are not? They don't have your back. Well, and it's and it, the, the authorities and the leadership don't have your back. Right. And this isn't a criticism of, of rank-and-file law enforcement. No, they, they're doing they're all just, they can. They're stretched to the furthest of their resources, if right. they have any at all at this point. Yeah, don't misunderstand. I'm not criticizing no, the cops. No, neither one of us is. Yeah. No, but, Because but, the cops are doing all they can do. But when the crime is that bad and, frankly, that random, which we see a lot of just random stupid violence, people have had enough, man. They're going to start protecting themselves. Who's the, the largest group? to purchase legal firearms in this country at this time and have, this has been true for several years, African-Americans, because they're in these neighborhoods where this crap is going on, right? and they're, i got to protect myself because nobody is going to come to protect me. You draw, you have said this publicly, so I'm not saying, I'm not outing anything publicly. No, you have no. said, you drive your wife to her classes so that you're there for that specific express purpose. Well, yeah, I do. I sit there and I wait for you. You said it. it. Well, it's in a crummy na- It just really is. It's in a, a pretty desolate neighborhood. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I kind of stay there and hang out and pick you her said, up. And... You said it on the air. You're there for oh, that yeah, I, I ride some poetry in the car right. while I'm sitting there. But, you know, I, I'm i not comfortable with her going by herself. Nancy says I need to run to Walmart or whatever, and I say, I'm going with you. And yeah. I've all – you know me. I'm always armed everywhere. Oh, yeah. Sitting here right now I am. Yeah. So. But that but that's the thought in your head. It used to be, hey, I'm going to Walmart. All right, I'll see you when you get back. Right. i got something going on here. Right. And now it's, okay, I'll go with you. I'll be there. I don't want you, and it's the parking lot. So and I want she's you a good to be, shot too. <laughs> my wife will, will take you out, yeah. man. I mean, don't don't mess with her, man. But you know, it, it, it's something as simple as a kid. I mean, e- even going back to Sound of Freedom, I mean, that movie did have that impact on me. That the idea of my daughters or my wife walking through a parking lot, it used to be just at night. Now it's any 
time during the damn day, I'm, I'm not comfortable with it. That's I right. go. I, I drive them. That's right. You know, and, and I think a lot of people are doing that. And, uh, I, you know, this is why, again, we're at a very interesting crossroads in this country. Well, this is an inflection point because, yeah, it uh, is. you know, I'm just saying that uh, people have relied on authorities and they're saying the authorities can't do anything. The police are stretched. They're not they don't have the resources to chase your vehicle. They don't. No. They simply do not. And in some places, they don't even respond when something happens at your house, like in Austin. Oh, yeah. You know, That's crazy. when the Prop A thing was going on, and right. I was interviewing the guys in Austin, they don't even show up for crimes up there because they don't have any cops anymore. So they don't even show up, you know, unless it's a rape or a murder. And many times, even not then, even rape. Sorry. Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, it's it, this is where we are in the country, and you got a bunch of soft on crime DAs, so people know that nothing's going to happen to the bad guys. So yeah. I just got to handle it myself. I got to take care of it myself. That's kind of the basic algebra of this of this of this model that if you know you probably won't have to suffer any real consequences, you're just going to do it. Well, and well, how else do you explain people just rolling into these stores and looting them 20, 30 times a day? And you said it right in that it's not that this guy went there to kill this guy no. and get his truck back. He didn't he didn't get out and go bam 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 give me my truck. He got out and said sit down, I'm calling the cops. Made the guy sit on the ground, and the guy shot the truck owner first. I, look, I, th- I just this story reminded me of something years ago when I was in high school. My dad's car got stolen. Wow! And I'm going to I'm going somewhere in my car, and my dad's car just pulls out in front of me. Oh wow! So I followed it. Now this is long, but I didn't have a gun. This this is long before any of this stuff. But uh, you know, followed the guy to where he pulled over. It was actually a classmate that had stolen the car. Wow! But I mean, you know. In a place like Texas, especially San Antonio, if you steal somebody's ride and they pull and you see them in your ride, you're you're pro- it's probably not a wise decision for your health, man. It's San Antonio, dude. You know, there's always this saying that says "buyer beware." Yes. Right? When you buy something, it says "buyer beware." <laughs> we need a new thing that says "criminal beware." Cr- Stealer beware. <laughs> you're, Criminal Your beware. ass might get shot. You're man. in Texas. The hell do you think? Where do you, where do you think you are, man? <laughs> You're not. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is Massachusetts. Yeah, no, this isn't Connecticut, <laughs> dude. Speaking of our our last segment there about people being fed up and all, right? Jason Aldean's got the number one song about that. Don't try it, small town. <laughs> and San Antonio is a big small town, <laughs> That's baby. Right. That's right. But, you know, we have yet another Texas politician who is embarrassing us all. Uh, this is also another theme of, of Texas politics. Is we got to have some, at least one DB a week, who makes an ass out of himself in front of everybody. Uh, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this guy's name correctly. Greg Kassar. That you got it. Uh, he was a city councilman in Austin. It, that'll tell you something right there. <laughs> this is pathetic, man. Th- this guy's cause is that Greg Abbott signed a bill that pulls back certain things on the job site, one of them being, I guess, water breaks. I, I, I've never heard of a water break because when I was working, I usually just kept some water with me and would take a drink when I needed some water. I'm just thinking outside the box. I, I never needed, like, a mandated scheduled break to drink water. Mm-hmm. So we have freaking Greg Kassar, who this is his cause. Greg Abbott is not only pushing babies into the Rio Grande, but he's also, you know, people are dying of heat stroke because he won't let them drink water. Yep. And so this this idiot, it's, it makes me laugh, man. It's embarrassing, but it makes me laugh. He went on a nine-hour <laughs> thirst strike. Bless his heart. 
Gandhi here went on a th- nine-hour <laughs> thirst strike on the steps of the Capitol oh. and didn't drink any water or eat any food for nine hours. I did that yesterday. <laughs> I do that every other day, man. And 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 just, you know, bring attention to this cause, and he's preening, and he's just, oh, I'm so weak. I didn't realize until I'm watching Gutfeld last night that he actually had a medical professional around with him. He had a heart monitor on his index finger. Three medical professionals. Oh, dude, Three. come on, Three. man. And when he sat down on the steps, he was doing that whole, oh, oh God. God. Oh, God. And, and there was one that was you know pointing the – remember when we were uh, – during COVID, and they, uh, they took our temperature yes. on the forehead. She's there taking oh. his temperature on the forehead. Oh, God, I can't believe it. Anyway, he, <laughs> he he's an avowed Marxist. He was that way when he was on the city council of Boston, a Marxists. Here's what they're doing. They're trying to federally mandate water breaks, right? That you don't need Think a about break that. to drink water, man. Think about that. Think about that. Just for drink just your damn water. A federally mandated water break <sighs> time. Now, here's why they're doing it. I'll tell you why. And Nirenberg's pushing it here. Is he? Yes, Nirenberg. Well, he's a Marxist, too. Go drink he's, some water, man. He's pushing it here. Here's here's why they're doing it. Um, These trial attorneys, right? Oh, yeah. They stand to make a ton of money. If you conk out because you didn't get your water break, you didn't drink your little water at work, and they find out that's why uh, yeah, see. You, you missed the federally mandated time. You were two minutes late for the federally mandated Follow time. Follow the money, man. That's it. These trial attorneys, they're going to they're gonna sue, 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 and make all the money. They're the ones. They're the ones who write the legislation. They do, and then they go and they contribute to campaigns like Nirenberg's and Kassar's and all these other guys. They can and those guys carry the water for them and push these deals. That's yes. how it works. Well, yes, it's a yeah. money circle. I mean, yes. obviously, right. and uh, it's a money dance, a money dance, and yeah. and you know, it, 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 but it's it's also at the at the heart of it is a Marxist idea that. The government, the man's got to tell you when to drink water and when to poo. You're too stupid to know when to drink water and when to poop. <laughs> when That's, to poop is that coming? You know, because that, the toilets are killing the earth and destroying the oceans. At some point, you'll have to p- fill out a poop card. You might get backed up. <laughs> well, I, you need to go I get backed up three times a day. You need but a poop break. The, but I'm just saying, it's coming. You're, yes, it's coming, it's coming, man. It is coming. Mandated poop breaks. That's what they're doing. So that's the next. God. That's the next one, and it's all about giving these attorneys a, yes. a, a, a way to you know file lawsuits <laughs> and giving the Marxists more control over you. I don't know of one employer, not one, who is going to deny water to his people who are working in the sun. They all, you know what? My son did it for years. He hung steel where he right. You get up there and you weld, you know, I beams, right. building steel buildings they start during this time of year they start at 5 a.m and they quit at noon they're done at noon sure for that very reason and so none of these employers are going to let their people conk out and die they need them hey it's <laughs> the second time i've seen you drinking water yeah you know, you're stupid. gonna be off this site pal <laughs> you know, i mean come on people drink water man. and what a pathetic display man. well you know what a show bless his little what heart what a jackass he went for nine hours thanks for embarrassing nine hours now, look, gandhi how long did gandhi go months it was like weeks or something like that i i went uh, I, I every day i nancy and i eat dinner at 1 p.m because i go to bed early right so we eat dinner at 1 p.m <laughs> right, right i don't eat again until 3 a.m how many hours is that 1 p.m to 3 a.m well cat tim said it last night i do that every <laughs> night i go to sleep there you go that's uh, that's how many? why we Nine, have 10 hours that's yeah. why we have break fast yeah uh every morning <laughs>
Because <laughs> your body is gone without anything for eight or nine well, hours. Well, here's why Kassar did it. We're talking about him. He's on the number yes. one. Sh- he's on the number one morning but show in Texas. Why would you want to be on the number one show in Texas <laughs> when you're embarrassing yours? We're mocking you, We're, dude. We are. We We're really are. We're mocking you because you deserve it. Because you're pathetic. By the way, enjoy enjoy your pink panties when you go see Barbie. Ah, oh, God. Gandhi did 21 days. 21, 21 days. That's days. what I thought. I said it was weeks. I thought it was 21 days. That guy and that guy was saved. A nation. That's right. That's right. Okay. Nancy Mace. Nancy Mace at the prayer. <laughs> Here she is uh, talking about how uh, before she could go to the prayer breakfast, the old man was uh, <laughs> getting a little grabby. Oh well, he was. He, he was feeling a little. He, he had his hands up. A little anxious. <laughs> go ahead. I want to thank you for pulling this together. Another year, another standing room only event. And when I woke up this morning at 7, I, I was getting picked up at 7.45. Patrick, my fiancé, tried to pull me by my waist over this morning in bed. And I was like, no, baby, we don't got time for that this morning. Uh, I got to get to the prayer breakfast. And I got to be on time. And a little TMI. But, um, yeah, a little TMI. Like, smidge. Hon, you think? Wait, okay, that's good. Back. That's good. That's good. Uh, uh, that's, so, it's funny, that, but it's cringy. <laughs> it's funny, but cringy it, at the same time. It's very cringy. And, and the responses <laughs> the responses were split wide open because uh, they the, on one side you had the evangelicals. Now she's, you know, that's who was at the prayer breakfast. You're not talking to Episcopalians, <laughs> right? You're talking to evangelicals. You're not talking and, like Methodists still hung over from the night before. No, These you're are not. Evangelicals, no, right? you're not. These are evangelicals yeah. who who say that out of wedlock sex, it's a big uh, debozo. So oh, no, no. So they're upset. They're probably scowling. Well, they're looking going, uh-oh, when, when's the lightning going to hit? You know, there's going to be a lightning here in just a second. Yeah, you dudes know? on the other side of the room are going, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that was the <laughs> other side. Now, well done, dude. The, the young people who were commenting on it were going, well, she's just more real to me, man. That's cool. She's making it. She's keeping it real, bro. Keeping brother. it real, Keeping man. it real, bro. Isn't that kind of where we are in the country, just in general? But here's the thing, man. <laughs> you got to read the room. You know, it's yeah, not yeah. like she was talking to the UFO conference, okay? Right, right. She was talking to evangelical Christians at a prayer breakfast. Read the room, hon. Yeah. Read the room. If I'm reading poems in a church basement, I'm probably not going to read the porn shop poem. Exactly you know I mean? right. <laughs> Some of the ones that you have read to me before, I would not do near the church, okay? Yeah, I know your audience, You baby. really do. You got to read the room. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it wasn't. It all came together because, you know, Stevie Wonder's talking about making love to you underneath yeah, the moon. Right? Perfect. <laughs> make now you we holler make, for more. We making love on the air. Making you. <laughs> we making love to the audience. Holler for more. <laughs> Perfect segue, Trent. Thank Good you. Good job. I, hey, you know, I planned these things months in advance. I put that together six what months I, ago. That yeah. whole bit right there. <laughs> what is this planning right. thing you're always talking about? What is that? Uh, I don't know what that is. Hey, here's the thing. The song was playing, and he, and Trey knew that line was coming up. And, <laughs> and I'm looking at him. Dink, and, dink. And, and we make eye contact, and I say, he's, he's something brewing. Uh-huh. I know what he's doing. And then... <laughs> you know what line? that is? Do, do you, you, you know Broadway Bill Lee. That's, what, that's how I jocked. When I was just jockeying, right. that's the kind of stuff I would do. Right. And so I would take something that was relevant in the news like that oh, sure. and yeah. lay it on top of the intro right. for a song well, like you know, that. Well, you've been working with him for a few years now. Do you notice when, when he starts to get a thought like that, the look in his eyes gets a little different. It's, yeah, it's see, that, you know, like the one eyebrow goes up. Nancy yeah. calls it a gleam. Yeah. It's a gleam with just, with just a tinge of crazy. And at first... <laughs> 
<laughs> At first, it made me nervous. Yeah. And, and then for a while, it actually turned me on. And then now, he's getting I just kind of know. He's you guys are making me feel good because so. I really try to impress you guys. That's why I'm here. Why? Because I'm impressed by you guys <laughs> oh. every day. Yeah. You, you don't know, have to impress not, us. You know We're what? Impressed. I'll be honest with you. It's not that difficult. No. You, know? <laughs> you, you need to raise your standards if we're the We're people pretty, impressing you. We're pretty easily We're impressed. We're the last people you want to try to impress. <laughs> I mean, look at us. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I'm working at it. Anyway, uh, Nancy Mace is, uh, wants to be the president, so uh, we'll see. Uh, right. you know. Well, if her old man lets her out of the house <laughs> yeah, enough, exactly. let me tell you what. Man, she needs to hit her knees and say some prayers. I think maybe she might have been on her knees a little too much. <laughs> no. No. Oval, yeah, no. Jimmy, there you go. It wasn't yeah. you. It was him this time. It was he, him. He hit the ball to me, and he knew exactly what I was going to do. See, what I do to him, and this is, this is how we play, this is how we roll. I just open it. I just, sometimes I just have to crack the door. <laughs> just, just kick it open. That's it. <laughs> I open a door, and right. he goes barreling through it. Yeah, sometimes you have to have him by the waist. <laughs> well, and I do. <laughs> Let me just tell you about it. It's kind of like a marriage, being on the air every day together. Absolutely Sometimes we just feel Randy. Uh, (laughs) Randy doesn't seem to mind. I've never felt Randy before. (laughs) Poor poor Randy. (laughs) That guy, he's... Not talking about my friend, Randy. (laughs) He's a really good friend of mine, and and he's a great guy. He does the afternoons on other radio stations. We've descended into a pornographic Marx Brothers routine. (laughs) But you know why? Because it's Friday. Why not? And I'm like, I'm done. I am, I, I am so done. I've got this this thing on the on the Obamas. We'll get into. Right. I got. I broke down the entire Hunter Biden thing. I went through it bit. Uh, by, yeah. Sean, I did. I, I know. I know you did. I went through the whole thing, man. <laughs> I read the whole thing. God, what's I'm wrong so with sorry. me? I'm so sorry. What is wrong with me? I, I got to quit this. No, you, you're fine. You're fine. You got. Everybody's got their own kung fu. Okay. And I read the Trump thing. Now, oh, God, that must have been some dry-ass reading. Trump. The, the indictments? Yes. Ugh. He's been hit with more, yes. right? And a couple of the guys who work for him have been hit with more. Get this. 41 charges now, 140 years in prison. <laughs> They're just going to put him in an iron mask at some point, you know, on the tower. They're going to put him in a tower at some point and lock an iron mask around his head. He'll be chained to the cot, you know. Clarice. Knights will have to rescue him someday. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> you just, know. you know, it, it's, it, you know, just chop his head off. Yeah. Why don't you? Well, they probably. Just get the gallows out right. and get her done. You know that that's what I've always said. I yes. think you said it too. In a banana republic, the Marxists, they persecute, they done did right. that. They prosecute, they're doing it out, and then they assassinate. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> we'll have a few more indictments before they, we get to that stage. But they are going to, they're going to put him in the dark tower. This, the, What happened yesterday was in response to the whole Hunter Biden thing this yes. week. Yes. You do that, we're going to do this. You do that, we're we'll going to do this. Da, 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 quid pro quo it's back so and forth. stupidly there. obvious. It really is. And they're going to remove him as a choice. They're going to take him off. They're going to take him out as a choice. But also, Biden won't be a choice either. He's done, too. He's done. Oh, so. Biden. they got to get rid of him somehow. Which oh, they I'm, will. I'm sure some of this is playing into that. So yeah. we'll see. Okay. So what's the Funky Friday days well, today? Well, the holidays today, it's uh, the 28th of July. Which me- And, well, the big holiday is it's Friday. Mm. Means mm. my happy ass gets to sleep in tomorrow. Mm. Uh, but it is Lumberjack Day. That's right. So it's Lumberjack <laughs> Day. I'm a lumberjack. And I'm okay. <laughs> sleep all night and I work all day. Yes, I do. I put you. on ladies' clothing. I wear brownie. Uh, national. Uh, this is kind of cool. Uh, national Gnarly Day. 
I've always liked that word. I don't know why. God, but nobody uses it anymore. Nobody, I do. I'm the only do one. Do you? You yeah. still say gnarly? I still say that's gnarly, so gnarly, man. gnarly, man. That's my gen- that's my generation, man. Wow. Do you say far out too? No. Okay. That's weird. But yeah. gnarly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not weird at all. You know, and I've been saying it for decades, and I'm still not sure what the hell it means. It doesn't mean anything. It's, yeah, you know, it means whatever gnar- you want it to mean. Gnarly could mean, you know, filled with knots. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. Your, your hands are kind of gnarly, uh, meaning they're all screwed up. Yeah. yeah. And why is that? Anyway, um, <laughs> mine was from football. Look. Look at those. I ain't saying nothing. Uh-huh. I've said enough today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> gnarly. Um... Let's see. National talk in an elevator day. <sighs> I talk to people in the elevator. I talk to people. I say, "Hey, how you doing?" I do. I talk to people in the elevator. There was a. I do too. There was a local musician by the name of Denny Esba mm-hmm. back in the day. Right. Denny was also a chemist over at UTSA. That was his day job. Wow. M- musician at night. Wow. He would mix a fart smelling. Uh, no, drops no and put them in a little bottle no and he would get, get on the elevator no. and drop a little drop no <laughs> that's fascinating that's funny <laughs> i just do it for real trey and, and, yeah, yeah you don't you don't need to bottle that hold back yeah that's right anyway and finally national chocolate milk day Okay. You like chocolate milk, don't I do. you? I haven't had any in a while because I'm watching the waste. But yes, it's very good for you. Very good. How for do you. you milk a chocolate cow? Well, you just go up. What you go up to her and say, <laughs> "Stand still a minute." What's baby. your sign? Yeah, that's uh, right. I don't. I look, don't look her into the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink. I don't like milk, so I don't drink chocolate I milk. Know. Milk. I, I love ice cream. It's yeah. odd, but I, I can't drink but, milk of but any maybe kind. Maybe if you drank. Chocolate milk, you might no, like it. No, I don't like chocolate. You never it's still know. milk in there, man. Well, but you, you, I mean, nah. it's ma- it's masked by the chocolate. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not. You're no. racist. I'm racist because I only drink white milk. That's right. Why is Rama only drinking Say, white milk? Because you racist. Because he white. That's right. You white supremacist <laughs> boy, you. Well, that's all I got. We okay. still got nine minutes to kill. Uh, <laughs> let me let me let me do this thing on the on the Obama thing. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, right. yeah. So, because I did some digging. Is this the chef? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a little weird. It's getting it's, weirder. Did some digging on this, and you remember I was telling you yesterday that I looked at the lake, and the lake is it's th- a, a average three to four feet. It's a pond. It's a pond. Three to four yeah. feet. Yeah, I mean, right? how do you This guy was, was an incredible swimmer. Yeah. There's videos out there of him breaststroking, backstroking, side-stroking, up, down, up, down. He was good, man. He was a good swimmer. No reason why, unless he had a heart attack stroke, uh, beat over the head, drugged, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that he would have drowned in three to four feet of water. And they said they found him at eight feet. I don't, you know, but I don't believe them. Maybe they did, but I don't know. Uh, but now we're falling, finding out that the police did not fill in the call report. No. They left it blank. They left the call report blank. Now, every other call report from Martha's Vineyard that night and every other night is all filled out with the information. Sure. You know, we got a call from this person at this time at this location, and we received, and we went, and we did this, and we did that, and blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> On this one, nada, nothing at all. They also said that the call came in from two miles away. So this is, at my count, the third change to the location yeah. of the 911 call. First time they said it was in the house, and then they said it was away from the, no, at the pier, and now they're saying it was two minutes away. They can't get their story straight on where the call came from. Um, they are now, police are refusing to say 
who the other paddleboarder yeah. will. They will not even address <clears throat> it. They have been asked, who was the other person on the other paddleboard? They say, we're not going to tell you. That's secret information. Um, the Obamas themselves are not responding to any questions about this, which is very odd to me because they said he was a much beloved. He was a family member. Uh, we, uh, we brought him here from D.C. We loved him so much. He was so wonderful. And you would think that they would be mega cooperative in yeah. every way to try to figure out what happened. Police say they did the autopsy. It's going to take forever to get the uh, toxicology back. But they say there was no visible trauma on him whatsoever. The 911 call that they now say was two minutes away and on on came from a female on a boat, apparently, who was out there looking for him. A female on a boat. Why would she be out there looking for him? (laughs) Who was the female? Yeah. Uh, And uh, why is a female out on a boat frantically looking for this guy when you've got another paddleboarder there who went over and said, you know, I was right there and I found him, right? Right. And Malia and Sasha, and I'm not saying either one of them were that female on a boat. But they left Martha's Vineyard the very next morning on airplanes. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yes, sir. They were flown out of there the very next day. (laughs) Really? Yeah. So, (laughs) uh, you know, all I'm saying about this is Arkansas is a terrible thing. That's the first thing I'll Uh. say. I'm not saying anybody did anything nefarious here, but I am saying these people want to move on really quick from this and say there's nothing to see here. You just just move on now. And and the the movement of of the 911 call, you would know precisely where that came from. I mean, we have these things called smartphones. You know, I mean, it's not a mystery. So that's telling. I, I came out on Gutfeld last night. I, I was falling asleep watching it, so I don't remember where they heard this, but there was some, again, this is unconfirmed, this right. is hubbub from the Gutfeld show, that yeah. he was possibly working on a book uh, about know. his time with the Obamas. Don't know. And, it, you know, so if that pans out to be true, that, that'd be kind of an interesting factor uh, in this thing, because the timeline doesn't make sense. Nothing about this makes sense. Nothing. This should be, in a sense, very simple. Right. It's a pond. Mm-hmm. He's on a waterboard. He went under. He didn't come back up. And yet everything is shifting about this. He didn't have the... Everybody, when they waterboard, they always connect the safety bracelet. Oh, yeah. You know, always. Yeah. They didn't have that uh, connected. They will not tell you who the other waterboarder was, you know, who the other person was. They won't tell you who the female was that was in the boat. Um, they won't tell you where the call came from. It's been, you know, and then they left all the information yeah, from the call that... report completely blank. They filled out the call report for everything else. And they're just trying to move on from something I don't think they ought to move on from. I think they need to do some serious investigation into this. Again, neither one of us are saying anything, anybody did anything wrong, right? Well, no. But they need to look at the but... relationships. They need to look at who he was, if he was writing a book, or who he was talking to. Right. Did he have, you know, more of a relationship with somebody in the family or outside of the family? We don't know. The, these are the questions that need to be asked and answered, and they're trying to just bury this thing and move on. Well, yeah, and that tells you something right there. I mean, the whole thing is wonky. You're, you're not being an unreasonable person by saying, wait a minute, you didn't put the information on the log? Wait a minute, the, the 911 call is now two miles away? Why would somebody two miles away make such a call? How would, how would they witness it if they're two miles away, man? In a pond. In a pond. 
Uh, three I, to four I, feet it's, deep. It's, it's, it's right. There's no currents. There's no. No. Nah. It, it, it's bizarre. There's no reason other than him suffering some sort of catastrophic thing himself. Something. Falling into the water and not being able to stand yeah. up. Because you would be able to stand up. Yeah. You know, and why didn't paddle, the person you know. with him try to, I don't know, do something? Or we don't know if they tried to do anything. Uh, I mean, if he, if he, if he suffered something, <clears> then, then that would be an explanation. Uh, but if he didn't, if he just fell off the the board, then you know you dog paddle or you tread water. If it's you're if you're in eight feet of water until you stand up, or if you're in four feet of water, you just stand up. I it's it's perplexing. There's something wrong here. Yeah, something's Something rotten in right. Denmark, That's man. Right. Something's rotten, rotten on the vineyard. Strippers on strike. My God, what do they want? What is this all about? Their strippers are striking. Is this in California? Uh, thanks, Fox News. Uh, appreciate this. This is in Portland. Shocking. <laughs> oh, I'm so shocked. Portland strippers are striking for what? It's, what do they want? It's called the Magic Tavern. The Magic Tavern. Yeah, and uh, they call it dangerous working conditions. Dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah, it's a strip club. Hello. You work in a, you take your clothes off right, right. in a bar. Yes, right. Uh, we're fighting for basic safe. We're fighting for basic safety and respect in the workplace, just like any other industry expects to have. Yeah. You don't get buck ass naked <laughs> for five dollar bills in most workplaces. Yeah, well, some people do. It's happened. It, well, I worked at a rock station. You, you once. haven't been here that long, have you? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the eighties here. Oh God. So anyway. Uh, the dancers say a slew of safety concerns spurred the strike, ranging from a lack of security cameras. Well, it's a strip club. The dudes don't oh. want security cameras, all right? Right. An unstable pole. An unstable pole. Yeah, that's a problem. The, uh, unstable poles the, are a problem. The pole isn't up to what, OSHA standards? No, it's not. <laughs> they, they, they need the yellow tape on the top and bottom. Do we need some testing on the pole? We do, as a matter of fact. Unmarked and uneven stage flooring. Oh, come. Yeah. Oh, God. And, of course, the scent of gas. Well, that's the, the guys there handing you the $5 bill. The They're scent the ones who of smell gas. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Gas. Uh-huh. So they've long boosted the, or boasted the title of America's strippiest metropolitan area, Portland. Yeesh. Really? I means hippie chicks stripping with God. hairy armpits. No, that's Antifa. Ugh. Ugh. 50, Can't tell the difference they anymore. They have 54 strip clubs in Portland alone. Damn, somebody's sexually frustrated wow. in Portland. Wow, or maybe not. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, the overall strip club count was only surpassed by Houston. Houston is actually number one. Well, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I know a couple of people. Uh, I've been to Houston before. That's yeah. right. Anyway, and so they're demanding these, uh, and, and they've moved the poles outside, and so they're on the on the uh, sidewalks of Portland, what? doing their doing Why? their thing on the poles, trying to call attention to their plight of having they're, bad poles. They've got bad poles. They're doing pole dancing in the streets yeah. to bring attention to their working conditions? Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Portland. <laughs> okay, y if you sit on a man's lap uh, and gyrate uh, for a $20 bill, yuck. I don't give a crap what you think uh, about working conditions. Uh, Yeesh. Terrible. Well, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, it's awful. <laughs> and, and, and maybe aim a little higher and yeah. don't. I got, look, if you, I, there are plenty of people that strip and they're taking care of their kids and they're going to college. You know, that's true. But my God, it is a strip club. Yeah. You know, Jim's is looking for waitresses. So that's yeah. what you yeah, do that.
Um, okay, now on to I, I got to bring this up about global warming because I, I, I did some research and I just right. want to bring some facts to this global warming. Sure. Thing. Because the Secretary General of the UN said yesterday it's not global warming anymore, Sean. It's global boiling. We're boiling now. Are we going to be poached? That's what he said. That's that, he said boiling? the era of global warming has ended. We're now in the era of global boiling, he said. Now, we all know this is all about scaring people so they give oh, up yeah. their freedoms. That's all this is. And right? money. <laughs> and, you know, that's it. Yeah. You give up your freedoms, you're giving up your money. And he's a he is the uh, former president of the Socialist International and a firm believer that, of course, you know, you need more regulations on your life and so on. That's his whole thing. He's given numerous speeches about you need to lose your personal freedoms and we need to control more of your life. And he, Because of climate change? Well, or just in general? Just in general. Yeah. And then uh, now, it's, now it's, no, it's not climate change. It's bo- boiling or boiling. <laughs> What are we, an egg? Uh, yeah, pretty much. So here's here's what I did. I did a little research here because ABC this morning is saying that this is the hottest month in 120,000 years. And, and, the, and the only person from ABC that could think they'd be around would be Joy Behar. She probably gave <laughs> the beginning of her career. I remember when, yeah, 120,000 years ago. Anyway, so um, government researchers have been looking at the climate right. for over 100 years. Yes. The EPA, so this is their own data, NOAA, their own data, and just breaking all this down, I could get into specifics, but it's in the weeds, I won't. Just breaking it all down, (laughs) we're not the only ones that have gone through this. In fact, in the 1930s, it was four times as hot as it is now, okay? (laughs) And you can go and you can break down the the various decades and all that, and the heat moves around on the planet. So, like right now... The reason you're hearing about this so much is California and New York are really hot right now because it's summer in California and New York. What's in California and New York? All the media outlets. So they're going, oh, it's so hot. We have been hotter in Texas over the last several decades. We have been gaining heat in Texas. But places like Missouri and other places, Ohio, man, they have gone down down a right. lot in temperature even during the summers so it, it moves around on the planet why because the planet's a biological thing man so it moves around at different places and in some months or some some years it's going to be hotter over here and cooler over there and that's what this data is now showing us but see they got to scare the bull crap out of you so that you will give up more of your freedom the more oh, they yeah. scare you the more money that they're going to make off of you and here's the you're going to love this this is the part I wanted to get to you. This is the insidious part. What they're doing with the numbers is they will pick a range of, of decades and they'll build their data around the range of decades. So as an example, right. the guys who want you to think that you're dying because it's so hot right now, they start in the 70s, 1970s, when it was a cooler right. period. Right. And they go, look, compared to 72, boy, you're roasting but not compared to 1933. No, and not prepared, Not compared to, because, uh, look, if you really want to know what's going on, talk to a geologist. Yes. Those are the people who understand weather patterns truly and how they affect the planet. And we had a warming period, if I remember, because I, I talked to a guy once, a warming period uh, well before uh, the Industrial Revolution when we started global boiling, when we started having stuff that pumps stuff into the air. So we had a warmer period then when there was no manufacturing, there was no factories, there was none of that stuff. Again, like you say, we're a metabolic planet. We have temperature variances. And again, you, you look, you talk to a meteorologist who's honest. 
I'm not going to tell you a meteorologist that I talked to about this, but his initials are Bill Taylor. Mm-hmm. And we talked once on the air about this stuff. And he said, you can track geologically warming and cooling <laughs> periods throughout the history of this planet. Okay, when life first crept out of the ooze, it was really, really hot on the planet. Because <laughs> the planet had, was cooling. And then we had an ice age. Right. I mean, th- there, was no, there were no uh, Toyota factories or you know, strip malls back then. It's a bunch of nonsense, but people believe it like a religious cult. It's that's what weird, it is, man. because that's what it is, and it's it's about you know extracting money out of you. That's clearly what they're all about here. This guy from the UN that's now calling it global boiling, he says it's absolutely one hundred percent the fault of humans. We need fewer uh, humans on the planet. And yes, how, there's as, a solution. Yeah, how asinine <laughs> is that? Yeah, we, we got to kill off some people so go. that you know the planet survives. It's just it, it is absolute stupidity. And here's the bottom line. This is what I said this morning on my show. Uh, and, and this is a little bit, you know, too far on a patriotic side. I get it, but this is, oh, this, is what, this is what runs through my my veins. If you want to be free, you got to be bold and brave. Yeah, and you got to stand up to stuff like this. You got it takes boldness and it takes bravery to be free. The wimps are the slaves. Well, yeah, I mean, people who kind of lay down in that sense, or the people who accept what they're being told That's without question. That's what I'm talking about. You know, Rush used to call them sheeple. Right. Um, I you, I think the main thing is just speaking the truth. You know, just spe- the more you hear bullcrap and lies, and the climate change thing is the biggest lie perpetrated against the, the human race uh, uh, next to COVID, really. Because here, here's how here's how the climate change works. Okay, with people, it's like a lot of that agenda. It's an ego stroke. I'm so freaking smart, I know we're killing the earth, and that's why I recycle, and that's why I do this, and that's why I don't have a shopping bag in Austin and all this happy crap. None of it means anything. Ask yourself this. Whenever these people, whether it's here in this country or around the world, roll out their climate change plans, what do you always find? Social stuff. Sure. You find race stuff. Sure. You find economic stuff. Yep. You find very little geological stuff. Right. As far as what do we actually freaking do? It's all, well, these people suffer it more because they're black and poor, or these gay guys over here are getting hit with climate change more. White people are causing it. You know, it's the same claptrap over did, and over and over again. What did Buttigieg say? He said, well, when the white people built the highways, the highways uh, are racist because the black yes. people are on the other side, and they suffer from climate change on the other side of the highway. Huh? On the other side of the highway, it's hotter than it is on this side of the highway? <laughs> You're a freaking idiot if you believe that. But let me, again, it goes back to money. you got to follow the money. Yes. So gas prices in San Antonio are 20 cents higher this week than they were last week. Right. So that's an extreme amount of pressure on families who are just trying to pay the bills. They're trying to put two nickels together to come up with 70 bucks to buy some chow this week for the kids, right? Right. And so um, the price of everything, when the price of gas goes up, the price of everything goes up. Sure. Because it takes gasoline and diesel to get those products to the market, to manufacture them, and get them out to you. So everything is tied to that. It doesn't have to be that way. It is that way because of Joe Biden's policies, okay? Well, yeah. Because he clamped down on our energy sector here. 
right? He's refusing to drill, cut off the pipeline, closed off Anwar. We could drill, baby, drill and drill and drill. There's no reason why you're paying more than $2. You should not be paying more than $2 a gallon of gasoline. The only reason you are, and this is where it gets into some of my opinion, is that Joe Biden is closing off our energy sector to send the jobs and to send the money to China to manufacture all this crap that he wants us to you know, rely on for our energy because he's making money. Well, he's Boys making money, paid. and there's also, you know, if you look at the states that are energy producers like Texas, which is number one, we could we could fill the gas tanks of the freaking world right here out of Texas. Under your butt. Under my butt, man. Right there. Seriously. And, right there. And, and, and they hate Texas, so they want to <laughs> they want to destroy the energy industry in Texas. Yep. Alaska's the same thing. That's right. That's the home of Sarah Palin. They don't like Alaska. So Open you know, it, it up. You, when, you, when your main commodity is energy, like in Texas, they want to own it and they want to want to destroy it, very obviously. And, and yeah, a lot of money is there to be made because people the thing is people are not that stupid. I mean a lot of people are. But people like us who follow stuff, well, yeah, we sort of remember just two years ago, three years ago, paying the lowest gas prices relatively I've ever paid. Right, right. Because right, right. we were self sufficient. We didn't need anything from anybody. So Joe's buying all his windmills, right? Put them oh, up in the God. Gulf of Mexico. They're going to get knocked down by hurricanes. You're going to have to put it right back up. Yes. Put them up in New Jersey. They're killing whales and dolphins, right? Uh, Who's making the money off of that? Same thing is true with the with the solar panels. All these solar panels being manufactured over in China and all right. the parts being made in China. And Joe, for years, has said not one Biden has received a penny from China. Well, his son said yesterday. <laughs> yeah. The crackhead said yesterday, I got six hundred grand from China last year. Right. So he's a lying SOB. His son is a lion sob and the reason he's shutting down energy here in the united states and people in this country are suffering we're talking about middle income and lower middle income people are suffering every day because they can't come up with the money to buy their groceries is because he's getting paid i guarantee well, you he's I, getting I agree money. i agree and there's also the socialist idea of the state should own everything well, of course yeah. and and he, but you know you look at the guys who work on the oil fields i've known a few guys over the past few years that have lost their gig and that's oh, yeah. you know devastating what do you, when that's your whole life and that's what you've done professionally your whole life Right. is working the oil fields, and that's suddenly gone? Yeah, right. What do you do? Comer said yesterday, he and Cruz were having a conversation, and uh, he, he told him, he said, look, here's the deal. This, uh, this Biden group, um, they had these 20 LLCs, right? And now we're finding out that the Bidens had offshore accounts. <laughs> Right. Uh, like, you know, bank accounts in places like Cayman Islands where they, you know, all this stuff goes. Now, there's only one reason to have an offshore bank account, and that's to hide money. Yeah. Right. Somebody somewhere is paying you money you don't want anybody to know about. They're not even real companies, basically. They're so, paper companies. Well, these are accounts at banks. Oh, oh okay, so, bank accounts. Okay. okay. Yeah. Now, let's go to the LLCs for just a second. Comer also told Cruz that the Bidens have more than 270 of these SARS reports, which you're familiar with because your wife yes. was in the banking business. Suspicious activity reports from top banks like J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, et cetera, et cetera. Comer said yesterday, he said, I was on the, the board of a major bank for 10 years. In that 10-year period, we only saw two SARS. The Bidens alone have more than 270. <laughs> And and what that means is if you get one, if you get one, mm -hmm. then you don't get any more accounts and you don't get any more loans. The banks will not work with you anymore. If you get one, the, the Bidens have over 270. So the money, according to Comer, 
is now, it was, and probably still is, being funneled through numerous channels. It goes to these more than 20 LLCs, right. which don't exist. They are only in name do they exist. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to particular individuals who then pass it on to another tier of individuals. Right. This is classic money laundering. Who then pass it on to a group of individuals who then pass it on to the families yeah. of the Bidens who then get it to Hunter and Joe. And this is what they're. this is exactly what they're uncovering with all this investigation they're doing. So when you look at his policies, whether it is the border, and I agree with you on the on the election part of the border too, but he's making he's oh, got to be making money there. They're making lots of yeah. money. He's making money out of China. Yeah. He's making money out of Ukraine. This boy don't he doesn't fart without making money. Well, Guarantee it's like it. I was reading about we were we were reading about uh, an account that they're discussing last night that this this account had like five hundred thousand dollars in it and had been dormant for seventeen or eighteen years. And all of a sudden, $10 million shows up in this this dormant account. In one day. In one day. One day. Okay, so you multiply that by the SARS reports. And, yeah, every single time there is a transfer of a certain amount, the, the teller has to fill out, is legally obligated to fill out a SARS report. Nobody else in the bank, they don't talk to anybody else that they work with about this report. They just send it right to the government, and then the government talks to the to the bank. And they've got how many? Two hundred more than two hundred seventy. That's if you get one, you're done. Yeah, more than two hundred seventy. God. <laughs> My theme is Americans embarrassing other Americans. <laughs> and you know, James is in there watching his soccer matches. You know, you're watching that. soccer in there. You got some. He's following the soccer, and I, I don't like. I don't watch soccer. It's unnatural not to use your hands. Just want to leave. Let that sit out there for a right, second. Right, right. But <laughs> especially when you're playing sports. <laughs> yeah. It's unnatural. It's against. <laughs> it's un-American. So mm-hmm. speaking of un-American, we have the U.S. women's national team uh, twice now, once again, uh, uh, have remained silent during the national anthem. Yesterday they were going up against the Netherlands, and three of the team members did sing along and cross their hearts, but the other 11 didn't. You know, doing the pro the Megan Rapinoe. Oh, is that what it is? They're protesting Uh, because you know America sucks and we're awful, and uh, they're they're doing this. The the it's it's this to me is embarrassing. The Netherlands, they're singing their national anthem. Oh, I saw. Very emotional. Yeah. You go back a few days, right, James? They played Vietnam, I think. uh, The Vietnamese team. Yeah. And the Vietnamese again are there. These are people who obviously Mm -hmm. know about repression and what an actual fascist state is like to live in. And they're singing their song with all their hearts. And again, you got these, you know, privileged idiots at, at that level uh, just standing there and, you know, in protest. It's but, embarrassing. And, and they are protesting. Have they said they're protesting? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, they've said that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, first of it's all, embarrassing. On, on, on Jimmy uh, watching in there, uh, this morning I had to ask him because he was talking. And it, it was like 5 o'clock and he's talking to himself. <laughs> and I said, have you actually lost it? You, you've lost it. You've been doing the mornings long enough now. Please. You've lost your mind. You're in the voices. All right. But he was talking to the TV. <laughs> so they, they, they're protesting. Well, that's just nonsense because I, some of them are. Yeah. Some of them. <laughs> not the whole team. No. Sometimes right. I don't sing along with the national anthem when we're somewhere because I don't want to embarrass myself or I, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm I'm not protesting anything. Across my heart, I'm very patriotic, right. but I don't sing it every time. Well, no, yeah. no. So, but I certainly but I, would never I, protest. It, it is interesting uh, when it comes on in a store, uh, which it does. There's a station that plays it at noon, a local station, a yeah. uh, music station. Yeah. 
And sometimes I'll be in a store that's playing that station, yeah. and at noon they play it, and it's kind of fascinating to watch yeah. who takes notice of it and who doesn't. We, uh, I, I play it every morning at 5.05, as yeah. you know, because oh, you yeah, do the yeah, show with yeah. me. And uh, at 5.05 in the morning, I play it, every, and I have been since I started the show, and I'm going right. to play it until they kick me out the back door. Well, but it, it, you know? when you're when – you're, You've reached the Olympic level, and you're representing your country. You're darn right, man. And you see these other countries that have actually team. suffered oppression and, and all that stuff, and you stand there like a jerk. Yeah. I'm protesting. What What are you protesting? Right. What, trannies on parade? I mean, what is it? What, what's bugging you? Right. You're, you're in the Olympics. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's like these musicians who scream about capitalism Yes. And, and I'm like, okay, go try to do what you do in Iran. Right. Go you know? go write a song critical of the Iranian or the Chinese government. Or Vietnam. Or as Vietnam. You said, whatever. Go try that somewhere else. You have freedoms here because we are a capitalist country and we're free. You know, quit. quit, quit I almost said the B word. <laughs> quit complaining about it. And enjoy what this country right. offers you. It's God, I'm it's tired the of hypocrisy that. I can't stand. Oh, that I when it. you are living off the fruits of this country and you're only able to do what you do because this country is still free for the moment. Yeah, baby. And and you just you know, you're upset and you're embarrassed and you're ashamed. It's it's it again, the word of the day is pathetic. Well, it's a pathetic display. And bottom line of this is why would you want to why would you even want to be on the USA team and represent a yeah. country that you don't like? Quit the team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you why. The ultimate Rabinow, protest. The ultimate protest would be to quit the team. It would be. Because I don't like this country. I'm not going to be on Team USA. That would require something of you. You, you know, know what I mean? But it's like James and I were talking. Megan Rapinoe wasn't cool with dudes competing. Yeah. On her team until she was retiring. Right, right, right. You right. never no, heard sure. that crap while she was still active. Yeah, right. They get paid for every World Cup win yeah so wow. that's that's why they're not protesting by not playing it's because they make money they make See, a lot of money well at the heart of it then they're capitalists uh cut number two here uh the president had the italian prime minister at the white house yesterday in the oval office and they're doing that sit in front of the fireplace thing <laughs> that they always do right, you know right and so you know how he is first of all she's pretty <laughs> how is she i don't i can't think of what she looks like yeah, right now she's, she's pretty and he reaches over and grabs her by the hand he says no, he didn't. Grab the hand of a head of state. Starts whispering to him. Oh, God. All right. So, Mr. Flirt, right? And then, of course, we also know how he is. He panders to whoever he's talking to. Sure, sure. So he likes to talk about how he was raised by Puerto Rican, so he's Puerto Rican. Right, <laughs> we know that. Remember, yes. And then he was raised by Mexicans, so he's Mexican. Right. And he was ra- right, 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 right. So, did you know he? Well, no. Let him tell you about how the Italians love him. I just want you to know, I was raised in a neighborhood where I felt self-conscious. My name didn't end in O. Oh. I, I want you to know, I'm the only come on man okay wait wait jimmy that's good his name so, didn't end in an o yeah yeah so remember it was a month ago that he was in ireland talking about how proud i am to be an irishman and he even took on the accent but here he is saying you know i was really ashamed because my aim name didn't end in an o i was raised in an italian neighborhood by you italian. were not raised first off <laughs> Is there? There's nothing insulting at all about saying to the Prime Minister of Italy, "Yeah, my name. If my name had been Biden, no, I'd have been all right." 
Because there's a bunch of, you know, and then, bunch of goombas in he, my neighborhood. He said I was the first non-Italian that was named the Italian Man of the Year by the Italian Society. Come on. <laughs> it's so obnoxious, man. This guy reeks bull crap. And oh, I'm gonna, he does. I'm going to say the word on the air one day because he reeks of bull crap. He was, ra- he was the only one who didn't have an O at the end of his name. <laughs> yeah. And I felt ashamed about that. And let me tell you, let me tell you, I love that uh, <laughs> I love pasta. Oh, God. You guys make some great meatballs. You and know. red sauce, you know. Sophia Loren, yeah. what an ass. Oh, I love yeah. her. Yeah, no, she's gorgeous. Beautiful. Not a joke. Yeah, Not a joke. That's right. I almost married Sophia Loren. All right. And then uh, the other piece of sound I have for you is that uh, earlier this week we had the Mitch McConnell thing. Terrifying. Mm, yeah. Terrifying. Oh, yeah. Biden every day does it. He has bra- <laughs> he He's a walking brain fart. And so, uh, you know, we had Mitch McConnell do it a couple of days ago, and we talked about that. Dianne Feinstein. Oh, God. They're going to have a vote, right? Ugh. And her party says, we need you to just say aye to everybody. It's just, the roll call. Right? For the, it's the roll call yeah, for the yeah. vote. Well, didn't go that way for her. So let's listen to the Diane Feinstein part here. Senator Feinstein. Um, say aye. Pardon me? Aye. Yeah. Uh... I, I would like to support a yes vote on this. Um, it provides $823 billion. That's an increase of $26 billion for the Department of Defense. And it funds priorities submitted. This is, that's just say aye. That's just say aye. Yeah. Okay. Just Aye. God. So those, the, the first guy was an aide of hers saying, yeah. just say aye. And then there, the other one was a, a senator, a co-senator saying, just say aye. You're not supposed to go in. This is just, we're taking the role. Um, look, uh, as Elon said yesterday, we need a constitutional amendment. We got, we got to do something. Uh, yeah, an amendment is not necessary. But we've got to do something about this. Maybe it is a constitutional amendment for term limits like what I've been talking about. Well, she's 90, yeah. man. Right, right. Right. There comes a point, you know, and everybody's different. People are they function differently uh, at the same age, and we we talked about that yesterday. Yep. But my God, you had to tell her what to say, and you know, they prop up a dead guy if they had to, and and have strings attached to his arms to raise his hand for eye. Well, now you bring up a point because the, she's in a wheelchair now. God yes. bless her. God bless her soul. She's in a wheelchair now. But when they roll her around in that place, her head is laid over to the side, and she's out of it. She's totally she's out of it. 90. Right. And so the, the point that I was making yesterday is that we have a puppet government. Oh, okay? yeah. Obviously. Yeah, well, I, we do. I yeah. happen to believe it all changed November of 63. However, and there's people underneath the surface that are running the government. Right, I right. happen to believe that. But these people clearly are not running the government or their own positions. They're not. There are yeah. a few like the Chip Roys of the world who are in charge, Matt Gates of the world. We know those guys are doing their thing. Jim Comer's another one, you know, doing their thing. The rest of these people, and they're primarily Democrats, Sean, are being run by people that are behind the scenes are being told what to say, when to say it, and how to vote. Well, yeah, when you wheel a 90-year-old chick out there and you have to tell her to say I... I mean, I, I'm looking at Diane Feinstein uh, thinking, hey, somebody's got power of attorney for you, right, at this point? I bet you somebody's doing your financials for you because she's not capable she of it. She can't do it. But, but she can vote on legislation. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yes. Hey, come on, man. That's exactly right. And Fetterman's another one. You look at Fetterman, 
How sad and twisted is that? His wife is there whispering to him. His wife, of all people, is whispering to him what to say, how to vote, and all those kind of things. They don't care. If they they had to elect a Labrador to to keep a seat, they'd do it. That'll be next. That'll be next. That's where they are. Okay. And so, uh, we, we, first of all, I was never a fan of term limits for the, for the House and the Senate. I always felt like, well, we will do that. We'll remove them every two years. We're not. We're not doing that. So it is time for term limits. We look, must have them. You look at Feinstein. She's been there since 91. They oh, got no. a machine in place that elects them over and over and over again. Did you hear DeSantis yesterday? DeSantis said, I wasn't even born when Joe Biden became a senator. <laughs> Think about that for a second. No, really. Right. Yeah, it's true. Really, think yeah. about that. You yeah. just said it. Think of Stop, everybody, right. and think. DeSantis was not even alive when Joe Biden became a senator. That's what we've got going on with these people up there. And our government was not designed to be no, that kind of a government. What did Quite jo- the opposite. What did George Washington do? The very first president the farm. got out. And, he got, well, he, he finished his duty as president, then he went the hell back home to his to his and, uh, plantation. And they wanted to keep him there. They, yeah. would, they would have kept him there till the day he died. And he said, nope, not going to do it. I'm out of here because, and he stated that specifically, because that's not why we're here. Yeah. We're not supposed to be professionals. We're supposed to serve for a short term and go back and live under the laws that we create. They're, they're supposed to be, in the classic sense, public servants. They Correct. serve the public good, and it has become its own critter. It's the swamp, the, the sewer. It's the, the dark state. I mean, it, we allow, we, unfortunately, we allowed this to come into being. Sure we did. You know, and, uh, and it's taken a few generations to get there, but we are there. And this, this, when you really think about how, because both of us have read history uh, as far as the starting of this country, you look at the way they designed it, just mechanically, how they designed our government, both federal, state, local, okay, it was trickle-up power. I mean, by the time you get to the Fed, you're, the, the local folks are supposed to have more influence over your life than the so people at the very to top. That's called republicanism. Republicanism, mm-hmm. okay, and what they have, and so the structure of it, I don't think, you, you, they almost had to redesign behind the right. scenes the very structure of our right. government. That's how you have all these unelected bureaucrats who are crafting legislation or lobbyists right. are crafting legislation. Right. People are voting on crap they haven't even read. So they were young men. Yeah. That's, they were all young. Except they were, for a couple, they were, they were all they, young they guys. They were young men. They were. And they insisted that the power rest with the local folks. Yes. And the ultimate authority was going to be local. That's why there's 430 of the House of yeah. Representatives because they're closest to the people. And only 100 senators, right? Yeah. That It was designed specifically for that way. In other words, it's supposed to be an upside-down cone. It's supposed to be a pyramid where the power structure is evenly distributed or all over the place when it comes to the local effects, when it comes to school board right. and dog catch. And, and, and municipal government, and the t- at the top where you've got the the the, the power structure for Washington D.C. supposed to be real tiny. Well, think real of, small. that's a brilliant image because think about that image for a second. Okay, of a pyramid. Okay, is is the structure of it? What it is now is inverted. Correct. You have a pyramid sitting on the point in a sense, that's the correct. smallest point. It's going to fall. And the biggest part is at the top. It just. I mean, I know it sounds wonky to say visually, but it can't. The system itself can't support that. No. At some point, it comes crashing exactly down. Exactly right. 
That's exactly under right. the weight of it. You it's know, suppo- Washington is supposed to be a tiny fraction yes. of what happens in our lives. It's supposed to protect the country, which it doesn't even do anymore. Right? It's no. Supposed to do that. It's quite protect the opposite. The, protect yeah. the borders. Make sure we got a standing army. And then, of course, during the Eisenhower years, when we went to the whole highway thing, supposed to make sure we got interstate highways so we could get trucks from state to state to right. carry the goods and have commerce. That's it. Yeah. That's it, Sean. Yeah. That's it. This whole welfare bullcrap. No, sir. That is not the job of the federal government. Never was designed to be the job of the federal government. Never should be. Much less health care through oh, yeah. Obamacare and all the other crap that they do. Social Security, none of that stuff is supposed to exist in the original federalism of the United States well, of America. Well, and the image of the pyramid is actually on our money. And you just keep that idea in your mind when you, talk, when you think about tipping points for this country. Because I think we both believe we're at a crossroads here, an inflection yeah, point. Keep that image of the inverted pyramid in your mind because it's teetering. That's yeah. where we are. We're at the. We're we at are. that point. We're, we are going to collapse in if you do not flip it back over. Right. One more thing about it: the Constitution was written to protect us from the government. <laughs> yes. That's why it exists. <laughs> right. To protect your liberties from an expansive government. That's why the Constitution was written. They flipped it upside down and took all that power and concentrated to themselves and took it away from you. Well, That's they, exactly they, what happened. They did it very slowly sure. over a period of time sure. by, as you say, handing out, creating the welfare state, mm-hmm. handing out benefits left and right. Mm-hmm. People get addicted. They get hooked on the benefits. It becomes a way of life. Mm -hmm. And that top of the pyramid just bloats and grows Mm -hmm. and and fills up with more faceless, nameless people who are really actually running the show. And it's going to tip, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is kind of sad. A popular manatee in Florida died after 38 years of life on planet Earth after trying to have sex with his brother. What is that? But that's why, well... That, I saw that. Seriously, I didn't read the story. I just saw the headline. What is up with that? Manatees apparently do that. A couple times a year, they get kind of randy. They do? And, uh, and they mess around with each other. Or whatever. That's the second time Whoever, in the show you mentioned Randy, by the way. <laughs> Freudian slip, man. <laughs> I love you, Randy. Uh, no, he's uh, So the manatee had a massive cardiac event or something like that. And uh, I bring it up because I wanted to open up for all the furries out there and the trannies yeah. and the two spirits that maybe ought to think about identifying as a manatee. You yeah, know, right. start living your life as a manatee. That's and, weird. And, you know, hanging off the pool of a lanai in Florida there. Yeah. But, yeah, the manatee was trying to make it with his brother, Buffett. And, uh, what? That's the name of the bu- of his one brother? One of the man- manatees is called Buffett in Florida. Isn't that redundant? Yeah, that really is. Yeah. Do you like Jimmy yeah. Buffett? Are you a fan of Jimmy Buffett? There are certain songs at certain times that I'll dig and enjoy. I like his – when I travel, I like to go to his places. I've, I've heard they're pretty cool. They are cool. They're a lot of right. fun. The food's good. Yeah. Drink's good. Not a, not a fan of that. No. I sp- I've spent a, a goodly amount of my adult life or in kid life growing up uh, at the beach. Yeah. If I never hear another freaking Jimmy Buffett song for the rest of my life, I'll be good. Why well, don't do a steady diet? I'll be good. At, well, when you live in a I beach town, you hear Buffett oh, sure. constantly. But when man. you're on vacation, like yeah, and and yeah, it's absolutely true. You know, I mean, I I grew up yeah. in Galveston, you know, and uh, so I, same thing. But I, I, you know, when you're on vacation and you go into one of those places, it's just a good time. Everybody gets on a conga nah, line. You pull out the Buffett, and Sean's like cashing out his tab. No, I understand. I, I want to hear some. I want to hear some Bob Marley when I'm well, at a beach they, bar. They play man. those two in there. But if I got to hear Margaritaville one more time, it's not like that's the only thing they play. 
No, I, I'm just saying yeah. when you're at a beach town, the Billy, the Jimmy Buffett quotient is usually fairly high. Yeah, like, yeah well, and Don can't stand it. And I don't want to hear Kokomo anymore either. You, you actually, <laughs> we played Margaritaville once when you first came to the mornings, and he actually did throw up in the trash can. Yeah. I'm so, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I just have had enough. Yes. It, it, I, didn't, I never thought it was a great song to begin with. No. And, and I think what are I, you talking about? I think I told this story before, but I, I, I've played it so many times. Yeah. And then, you know, you work at light rock stations and, you know, you play because you can't play some beer drinking hillbilly song. No. But that's, so that's the best you have to offer when you're working at a light rock <laughs> what? station. As far as a party song is concerned, that's all you have. So we're playing that. And I remember one morning sitting there and I'm like, man, I hate this song. <laughs> but, but, Don, I blew out my flip flop, uh. stepped on a pop top. Cut my heel, had to cruise on back it's, home. Yeah, I wish you would have stayed there. But yeah, there are booze in the blender, <laughs> and Drink soon alone. it will render that frozen concoction that helps me carry yeah, on. The only yeah. song See, ever, I just never really died. <laughs> the only song I ever wrote that was realistic in any way, shape, or form was Why Don't We Get Drunk and... They did. Yeah. That's a that, that's that good right. too. And that worked to my advantage on a couple of there, occasions. There was but one. Margarita yeah. What about Volcano? Uh, yeah. there, there was one he did <laughs> on an early album. It was like the Great Peanut Butter Conspiracy or something. I don't remember, but it See? was about he had well, a roommate. Son, that had to, son they, of a Sailor, that's a good that's song. That's a good song. Uh, oh, come Monday. Oh, what a love song. That's uh, that's Monday. And I, huh? But Margaritaville, I just Margaritaville. Come Monday. Do you like Come Monday? I do like that one. That's, yeah, a, that's a love a good song, song, man, right. you know. But, but but you just hear these songs so much at the beach. It's like oh, I, I know. A Kokomo, yeah. Aruba, well, here's, you guys I get are, so sick of that song, Both of you guys are serious music critics. So when, it, just, when it comes to something that is, <laughs> that is light and stupid and just well, airy like and fun. Stu- no, you don't. When you hear Margaritaville. You guys are really serious about your music. You guys are great at that. I've been listening to the same nine records for twenty years. I'm not that serious. I just I you're a poet. Some, when I, I but I like po- lyrical. Con- we were talking about the Eagles. Yes, the founding oh. member passed away. Yeah, and I can't stand Don Henley. But you know what? That dude can turn a line. He's brilliant. That yeah. guy can write a poetry. But, but is there anything that's just? Do you remember Mary Wilson with the telephone song? Do you ever like that? Did you did the you do the telephone song? Which one's Mary that? Wilson. You didn't oh, do that. God, remember yeah. that? I don't okay. know what the hell that how, is. how about Melanie with brand new key? I've got a brand new key and all the. No, Yeesh. you didn't do that either. <laughs> right. No. So so. I mean, when, I know the song. When but, that song was on the radio, you yeah. were more into you, seasons in the sun because that had a the, serious connotation to it. I don't know, Trey. I would seasons. I was six years old. What are you talking about, Where? It was 1974. I, don't, you know, I was okay. more concerned about the chain popping off my bike let, than let, I was let me, <laughs> Well, then let me, let me get out of here and give you one, okay? All right. How about, do you remember Further Up the Road? I do. Okay. I hear it every day. Do you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Only right. on Fridays. Yeah. We only play that one on Friday. We right. save it for Fridays. Further Up the Road. Great blues, yeah. kind of bluesy rock thing. Everybody's done it from J.J. Kale to... Uh, to uh, uh, Eric Clapton, yeah. everybody's done it, yeah. right? I don't know. I've been listening to Pearl Jam all week, so I don't know what the hell's going on. Well, uh, <laughs> Brian Vellante and the Painkillers did it. Oh, oh right. and and Justin Ware, my kids, sat in on it. Right. And I leave on Fridays with it. How about we leave with that? Sounds that sounds like a plan. All right, Jimmy, let's hear it. Let's let it roll, baby. Y'all have a great weekend. Thank you, sir. You too. Love you, San Antonio. I'll see you further up the road. <laughs>